Hey guys, um, so just kind of going with the theme of what this episode is going to be about, um, the only thing I kind of want to talk about in the beginning part here is uh, if you or a loved one or anybody else is like, you know, dealing with depression or anxiety or has, you know, thoughts of suicide, um, call 1-800-273-8255 to get help, just to talk to somebody. Um, So yeah, I just want, I wanted to throw that number out there just for if anybody's struggling with any kind of mental mental health issues, um, the number is 1-800-273-8255. What is up, Can't Stand It listeners? It's episode 17. Um, so obviously you guys can kind of tell by the title about a little bit of what I'm going to talk about today. I don't know how long this podcast is going to go. Um, and I want to address something off the bat just cause I mean, it's not a big deal it, because I'm, it, when I say this, I'm not some fucking hero, but like, I'm not running ads on this because the topic in my opinion is is too important to like try to monetize something like that. And I'm not like, like I said, I'm not a hero. I'm not giving up a bunch of money by not monetizing this. I don't make a, a ton of money off this podcast, but it just felt gross doing that. Um, making money, talking off of something this serious. So that's why there's no ads, but I did give the, um, suicide hotline number. Um, and if you or anybody, you know, is struggling with, with that, you guys should definitely give them a call. But, um, the reason why I wanted to do this podcast and again, I don't even know how long this is going to be. I mean, it could be, I could go on a long rant or it could be really, really short. I don't know yet. But um, on uh, March 9th, 2016, um, my cousin, Brielle Thompson, um, beautiful girl, she decided that uh, things were getting too tough, man. And she decided to check out early. And she, she took her own life and, um, she, she struggled a lot with her own mental health and, um, bullying was a big part of it. Um, and you know, I want to be, I want to sit here and tell everybody that like me and her were super close and you know, that I, that I did everything that I could do, but I, in reality, I didn't like, I, you know, I love her. She's my cousin, but we weren't that close. We were a little bit further apart in age, probably like five or six years or something like that. And, um, uh, it was, it was so sad, man. I mean, I've never seen anything more sad in my entire life than walking into the hospital and seeing my aunt cry over basically Brielle's body. And this might be too graphic and my family might even get mad at me about talking about this, but it's such an important topic to, to talk, to be real about, because sometimes we want to talk about like depression and anxiety and mental health issues and almost want to like, I don't know, like put it underneath the bed. Don't talk about it. Um, but in, and we are getting more culturally aware of it, but it's still something that is so important and that needs to be talked, needs to be talked about. And up until that point, before that had happened, um, I, I really never thought about my mental health. Like, I don't know. I was always depressed or sad, but I never like in my, in my head, it was, Oh, I just have to toughen up. You know, everything that happened to me, my parents leaving and growing up, how I grew up, like, oh, I just have to be tough. I have to, I, I have to, 
still still fighting over that cold everybody and i'm gonna try to i'm not gonna try to be super depressing through this because like i that's what i want to do with my life is like is is make people feel better with comedy so i i might be funny i try to be funny anyway during this podcast but um but it's something i wanted to dedicate this episode to talking about um my my story with my mental health um and hopefully it helps you know somebody out else out there and um you know somebody else who's struggling who knows that like other people are going through this because when i started to realize that like after brielle did what she did um like and i started looking at myself and i started to realize wow i do feel crappy about myself and no i can't just be tough about it and um I, I started looking at myself more and I started to realize like I'm depressed. And then I also had a football injury that I'm pretty sure has caused depression in me. I've never been diagnosed cause I've never gone to any doctors because I think that's part of my anxiety. Like I, I, I worry about going to the doctor and making all the payments and doing everything that I have to do and keeping up with that. And then if I don't keep up with that, then I feel like I'm letting my therapist down. Like I have all these crazy thoughts that go through my head, but, um, it, it, it's my mental health is something that I've, I've been, I've taken very, very, very seriously over the past couple of years and really tried to figure myself out and figure out what's going on with me. Um, and yeah, dude, I go through these weird, these just being honest about this is what happens to me. I go through these ebbs and flows where for, a given period of time. Sometimes it's a couple days. Sometimes it's a couple weeks. Sometimes it's a couple months where I'm so happy. Like right now, I'm so, I've never been happier in my life. Um, and where I'm super up all the time. I'm super motivated to do things. And then out of nowhere, I get into these moods where I want to do nothing but lay in my bed and not talk to anybody and just, and survive. That's all I care about is surviving. Um, but like when I say surviving, what do I mean by that? I mean like all I can think about is just I don't want to do anything extra except for lay there and live. But like also not live. It's so hard. It's such a weird thing depression is the way it makes you feel. Um, that's why it's so hard to talk about in the public because it's so hard to describe to somebody what it feels like. And um, <clears throat> dude. I don't know if my voice sounds sexy right now, but cause I'm sick, but maybe I'm, this is sexy talk. I, I don't even know why the fuck I just said that, but, um, yeah, I go through these ebbs and flows, dude. And it's, it's really fucked with me over the years. And part of it is, um, things I've talked about on the podcast, like always needing people's approval and trying to, trying to do things that people think I'm good at and do all these things for other people not for other people, but to impress other people that they, they're things they're, they're selfish things that make me that I, I only do things to, so other people think I'm cool. You know what I mean? And, um, I don't even know where I need to go with this, but I tried therapy one time and therapy's great. Like, and again, I, I like, that's a probably something I'll do down the line, but even this podcast is super therapeutic, like being able to just to talk talk out loud and get my, my, my ideas out to the world. I, I don't even know, man. Um, but it, it's a tough, it's a tough thing that people need to deal with. And it's, it's nice knowing that, and this is weird. It's nice knowing that other people are depressed, 
because like, then, you know, you're not struggling alone. And like, I've been in the times where I've had suicidal thoughts. I don't think, and I, cause a lot, we get into this, our culture is almost like it's cool to be depressed anymore. It's cool to have anxiety. Like people talk about that all the time and almost they wear it as like a badge of honor. Don't get me wrong. My depression does not define who I am at all. I've, I've been, and, and this isn't to put down anybody else. I'm just talking about in my certain case, I don't let my depression define me. Like I do my best. I try to do different things. Like I've done the ketogenic diet where that I, I do. I don't care what people say, what all this shit talking they do about the ketogenic diet. When I did it, I was not depressed. Now there's, a, there could be a, a, numerous reasons. Could it be the health benefit? Sure. Could it be the fact that I was in a routine doing something positive? Sure. I don't know what it was, but it helped me. Um, so I'm constantly doing stuff to trying to improve my mental health state. Um, I was on Adderall for a while, uh, for, I have narcolepsy too, but I don't know about that diagnosis. That's why they gave me the Adderall. But I think the Adderall made my depression worse. I'm not against pharmaceutical drugs, but um, I think it needs to be looked at a little bit differently. I think doctors, as great as doctors are, and there are a lot of smart people out there, I don't think we know the brain as well as we think we know it. So in prescribing just this medication to all these kids, like my mom has a co- co-worker and his son got prescribed Adderall and he came home from school crying, saying, mom, I don't want to live anymore. So maybe pharmaceuticals are a part of the problem. Again, I know they help people. I'm not putting down pharmaceuticals, but I, I think everybody is so different and we need to, we need to recognize that and see how we can help each individual person and not try to just prescribe things as this one all solution. Because I've, I've heard stories of people who got on different um, depression medication. And it was almost like the way they described it. It was like a walk-in, walk-out experience. Like, hey, I'm depressed. Okay, here's some medicine. And I know that's not all the cases. But like the fact that that's even happening at all is insane. Um, uh, I, I'm trying to open up about this. I'm trying to think about how I want to th- like... <clears throat> I'm trying to think about how I want to talk about this, but yeah, man, I, I've struggled a lot with depression and I, I, I go through these ebbs and flows and I'm doing better, man. I, I really am like in, it's not something cause here's the problem. Not a lot of people who know me would think I'm depressed because I'm this happy go lucky guy all the time. I'm always in a good mood. I don't ever get upset about things. I mean, obviously if you know my podcast, I get upset about dumb shit, but like, I don't let a things affect me, affect me, like actually, like actually affect my real mood. Um, and I take a lot of pride in that because I've worked very hard at, uh, for a long time, it was actually, a, a, I was parading with a mask on, like I was acting like I wasn't depressed. So people would know, so I wouldn't have to be embarrassed about being depressed. I thought, I thought being, being depressed was like an embarrassing thing, but it's not. Um, it's a serious thing that like, now a lot of my friends are starting to realize, like I've talked, I've talked with a lot of them. And if you're my friend and you didn't know I'm depressed, like now, you know, um, and anybody knows me, like, I hope that I, I hope me telling you that I'm depressed shocks you because most people would say you're the last person I would guess to have depression, but that like, 
And that should go to show you, like, you should always check up on all of your friends to see how they're doing. Um, and it's hard sometimes, man. Like, there's a lot of friends of mine even that I haven't checked up on that I want to check up on. But I don't want to, like, ask them if they're depressed because I don't want to sound like I'm being, like, a shitty about it. Like, dude, like, because basically if they're not, that's me saying, like, dude, you seem like a fucking Debbie Downer all the time. And, and that's not what I mean by it at all. Like... If you're my friend, I care about you and I want to make sure you're doing well because we look at depression like when somebody kills themselves from depression, we look like they killed them. They killed themselves. They didn't kill themselves. The disease killed them. And people need to start realizing that when people decide finally admit that they're going to kill themselves, that's the depression. That's not them. Just like cancer kills somebody, depression kills somebody. Um... And I'm not a scientist, dude. And I haven't studied all this mental health. And I don't think you need to be. I don't think you need to be an expert on it to be able to talk about it. Uh, now, if you're giving, going out and giving... I, I'm not trying to give advice here other than basic shit. Like, talk to somebody if you're depressed. Talk to your friends. Go get go seek help. Like, basic shit. I would never try to navigate somebody's life to not be... I wouldn't tell you, oh, you need to start working out more. Dude, I fucking love when people say that. Like, you need to change your diet or you need to work out more. Like, maybe that person doesn't. Like, maybe that person's so depressed they don't even want to fucking go work out. Or maybe they're so depressed they don't want to actually take the time to meal prep. Because their motivation is just not there. People need to fucking understand that, dude. And have a little bit of empathy. Now, also, because there's a flip side of this. Just because you're depressed, that doesn't give you an excuse to... Just be a life sucker out of other people, dude. You have to fight it. Just like a cancer patient fights and they're for their life. Like if you're depression, you need to fight for your life, man. Like you you need to do everything you can. I know it's fucking hard, man. I know, dude. I've laid in my bed bawling before because like I just did it didn't feel good to be alive. And, and when I say this, dude, nobody actually need don't I mean Go ahead and check up on me. I'm cool with that. But like, I don't want people to worry about me killing myself. My depression's I've never been that bad. I mean, it's been bad enough to the point where I've thought about it. Um, but I don't. Th- I, I would never actually do it. And fuck, dude. I who knows? I mean, down the road, who who fucking knows? Because this this life is crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna try to give advice to anybody. But all, my only advice is, dude. I mean, if you come to me individually, I'll talk to you about it. Like I, I, I always have ears to listen to people talk about this shit because, um, whether it's, you know, personal growth that you, that you feel like you need, cause a lot of people want to go out and read all these books and that they think that makes them not depressed or they need to go out and do all these different things. And they think that does, that will make them not depressed. They think all these things will make them not to be depressed, but it's such a multivariant thing. Like it, it, there's so many factors that go into it. And sometimes you have a fucking chemical imbalance, dude, and you need to go to the doctor. So yeah, man, I, I really just wanted to do this in memory of Brielle. Um, because fuck dude, like I'm, I'm about to start crying. Holy shit. Um, it's, it, it, Everyone says the same thing after somebody commits suicide. It's, uh, man, I wish I would have done more. I wish I would have done more. Well, fucking just start doing more. 
And I think that starts even, it, there's a deeper causal root. It's just fucking be good to people, man. Like, be good to everybody. Because you don't know that that, and like, I'm getting, I'm breaking char- character a little bit when I say this. Like, if someone's driving slow in the left lane, like, I don't know if that person, like, is having a shitty day or that their mom just died. Like, maybe they're a little distracted. Like, give people a little bit more grace. And, and I mean, to not completely break character, it pisses me off when people drive slow in the left lane. But I never, like, flip them off or anything, okay? And that's what I mean. Like, you can be annoyed by them. But, again, you never know what people, somebody's going through. You never know what that um, that person at your job who's not doing all of the work that you want them to be doing because it's, and you have to make up their work. You don't know if their wife just got diagnosed with cancer or not, dude. People just need to have a little bit more empathy. But pe- people, everybody goes through shit, man. And I know, I know uh, the fucking oppression Olympics. Other people have it worse. Yeah, they do, man. There's some people who have it really fucking bad in this world. But that doesn't mean that your suffering doesn't matter. Your suffering matters, man. But your life matters too. Because as much suffering as life, because life is suffering. There's a lot of suffering in life. But life also has a lot to offer. That, like, what I do, the reason why I'm so happy right now, guys, is because I'm finally doing what I want to do. Not what the world wants me to do. I'm doing what I want to do. Um. Yeah, man. Fuck. So, yeah, this is for Brielle. Um, that sweet girl. God. Bull- and I, I guess I'll touch on this. Yeah, dude, bullying. Fucking, let's... And I feel, I don't even like... I was scared to like do this podcast because it almost sounds like I, I'm just saying regular shit. Like, ooh, stop bullying. But, dude... I don't know what age demographic listens to my podcast, but we as a generation need to raise our children to make sure that shit doesn't happen, to teach our kids to be good to one another. But that starts with like at our home life. Like if you treat your shit, when you get, when you fucking raise a kid one day and you treat them shitty, they're going to treat other people shitty, dude. And I see so many fucking parents like I was talking about going to that wrestling tournament a few weeks ago. I saw this dad screaming at his son. Like he's this fucking nine-year-old kid wrestling, doing something he, he likes doing, he loves doing. But then he has his dad yelling at him after he just lost. Like your kid already feels like shit and you're going to go over there and yell at him, dude. You're a pile of shit, dude. This is actually getting me, this shit gets me angry. The shitty parents piss me off. I don't care what the fuck you're going through in life. There's no reason to bully your own kid, you fucking asshole. Fuck you. If you're listening to this and you're shitty to your children, fuck you. I fucking hate you. But also, God, I say that, and here's what I talk about, contradicting myself all the time. I don't know what that dude's going through who treats his kid shitty. Maybe shit's going tough at work, and he's worried about losing the house. And his kid keeps asking him the same question over and over again. And he finally snaps on his kid. Dude, I, and life, that right there, that little thing, I just got pissed and then got empathetic right away. That shows you how complicated life is. So I, yeah, this is going to be a short, a shorter podcast guys, but it's something I wanted to bring up and don't worry. Next podcast will be funny. This one's a little serious, but if you, if you know me and you like me, like, 
this is something that's important to me. Talking about mental health is important to me. Talking about like even something as far as my sex addiction, like that comes from needing validation of other people. Like I I actually, to be honest, I'm not going to self-diagnose. I don't know where the fuck that comes from. And maybe I'll figure it out one day, but it's all, it's a journey of self-discovery and God, that should be on a fucking, like a, the thing, the little posters that hang on the front of teacher's desks. Life is about self-discovery. Um, but I'll just end it with, here's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, guys. It's 1-800-273-8255. And I know there's a lot of things. People blast that number out all the time. And, but I, I always wonder, like, who actually calls that? If you are at all having thoughts of suicide and you don't have a supportive bubble in your life. Luckily, I'm so blessed to have people in my life that I can talk to about this stuff. But if you don't have somebody like that, please call that number or fucking DM me and we'll get coffee and talk about it, man. And I'm so serious about that. I couldn't be more serious about that. Or if you're not from Iowa, I'll fucking FaceTime you and let's talk about it, dude. I'm, I'm here for anybody. I swear to God. But, um, yeah, one last time, uh, that number is 1-800, uh, yeah, 1-800-273-8255. Um, yeah, so this, I said it like seven times already, but this podcast is in memory of Brielle Thompson. Um, she was born April 25th, 2010, or no, 2001, sorry, April 25th, 2001. And she, uh, she, she died. I, I almost shouldn't, it shouldn't even be saying killed herself. It, it died because the disease took her, um, March 9th, 2016. And, uh, like I said, it was, it was, it was a day I'll never forget for the rest of my life. And I grew so much because of that. Um, which is, it's a horrible thing that something like that had to happen for me to grow like that. But because of that, like, now I'm going to build a platform to talk to other people about Brielle's story, about my story. And, um, yeah, guys, I, uh, I don't have much else for you. Um, I'm not going to fucking promote any of my social media cause that's gross too, but I just, yeah, I love you guys. That's it.